So we all know the entertainment industry is a weird one. And by that, I mean, it's weird because the process of actually doing a show and going out there and doing a gig, no matter how big or how small it is, but the process of actually doing that, nine times out of 10 can often lead to getting more gigs out the back of it because people see you there, they love what you do, and often they inquire and ask you, hey, so-and-so I know is getting married. Hey, I'm actually running this corporate event. Hey, how much do you charge for a birthday party? The process of actually doing a show often leads to more gigs and more work out of the back of it. And, and this is one of the reasons why we decided to call our Momentum program, uh, the program to help you build up a sustainable career in entertainment and start booking gigs uh, now um, for high prices to book more gigs and make more money. Um, that's why we call the Momentum program Momentum because... You need the momentum in the entertainment industry to start. And when you have that momentum and when you book those first few gigs, where well, you can latch onto that and then it starts to become self-fulfilling. But it only does that if you know how to cotton onto the opportunities that you have at every single show you perform at. Which is why in this episode, I want to talk about the three tricks that you can start to put in your shows, which will get you more gigs and ultimately land you more cash in the bank. My name is Ashley Green, and if this is the first time of you listening to this podcast, we are called the Gig Hero Podcast, and that's right, if you've been a long-term listener for a while, you're going to be, what the hell, Ashley, what have you done? This is not the Gig Hero Podcast, I thought I was listening to the Successful Mentalist Podcast. Well, we've decided to change the name. I've taken the company, and I still am, on a massive mission and to help all entertainers, not just magicians, not just mentalists, not people in the magic field, the magic realm. I want to help people in all types of entertainment. I want to go bigger, do better, and just more help more people across the globe. We've already got this podcast. We've already got the successful mentalist, formerly what this company was known as, uh, into 130 countries around the world. And it's been incredible to hear some of the success stories which we've had from our private clients who are over in our Momentum program, but also you guys that listen to the podcast, that listen to advice, the people in our Facebook group, the Entertainers Facebook group, you guys, it's been incredible to actually hear some of the successes that you've had, that you've been able to implement the advice from this podcast, implement a few things that you might have seen in the Facebook group, and you've been able to go out there, raise your fees, book more gigs, and it's really just fulfilling, and it makes me so happy to know that this is having an impact for you guys. But like I said, that's the reason why I want to go bigger. I want to help more people with this. And that's why I want to move into helping all types of entertainers. Therefore, the name The Successful Mentalist was never going to stick. So I started to put some polls out on Instagram. You probably saw if you're on the email list. I put out some emails asking for advice, thoughts, feedback on all types of name, asking for opinions on what you call the company. And one of the things that really stood out for me was the name The Gig Hero. I really like the idea. I'm a massive nerd myself, so I think there's a ton of stuff that we can... I'll just hit my microphone, so if you heard that, oh well, I'm not going to edit it out because I'm hella lazy. One take Ashley. Um, but yeah, uh, one of the things I really love was there's so much potential to do with our branding, but I really think it summarizes what we do. Like, we're coming in to help you and coming to the rescue when you're at a time where you just don't know how to book gigs so i think it really summarizes what we are and it's more inclusive for all entertainers around the world um so thank you for everyone that gave their suggestions for new names for the podcast and the company overall thank you for all of you people that gave their thoughts extra feedback some information which really helped me out and people that voted on the polls to choose the final name of the gig hero so welcome officially to the gig hero podcast you're going to see a new website new branding new logos all of that swanky stuff um 
but you heard it here first so keep an eye out for all of that like i said I don't want to spend too long talking about the rebrand here. I want to give you guys some information. Um, and that's why we're talking about tricks that you can actually do in your shows to get you gigs. And this whole concept, this whole idea came from a chat I had a very long while ago with a magician, a mentalist um, who performs over in Vegas, uh, Colin Cloud. And I was doing a large show and he said these very wise words to me, which... I didn't quite understand at the time, but then after I thought about it, I think, hang on, there is something here. And I capitalized on it, and it just paid off. He went, Ashley, if you're performing to this many people, it would be silly for you to not do some sort of prediction effect where you get them on your social media. You're going to get more followers, you're going to get people following you, and that might ultimately lead to some gigs. And I thought about this for a while, and I went, hang on, I think that we can go a little bit further on this. It's not about acquiring followers, but I think we can use this as an opportunity to prospect within our audiences. So I started thinking about this, and this was a pivotal moment that it just helped my entire entertainment career. And it made the process of getting gigs absolutely flipping easy. So I just want to share some information in this episode of something that's really helped me out. It means that I don't have to slave away every single day thinking, oh, where's the next gig coming from? I can just literally perform at a gig. Uh, I can perform at a residency and heck if it even came to it and i wanted to i could perform down the pub uh, socially and that would also act as an opportunity to get gigs and allow me to prospect but i want you to remember this whenever you're performing uh you have a room full of people which if you're doing a good job and you're putting on a good show your entertainment is top quality you've got a room full of people that absolutely flipping love what you do and aren't these our ideal type of people that we want to be prospecting we don't want to be messaging and talking to people that probably never seen us probably don't know what we do we want to be talking to people which can be like oh my gosh i saw you at the show you was absolutely incredible because it makes us feel good to be able to hear that positivity but they're already half flipping sold they know what you do they know what you do is good they know you're the best at what you do and they can also see the positive impact you have from doing your type of entertainment at the events and they understand why it now works so these people are half sold so these surely the people in our audiences the people at the shows we do the people that see us perform well are not these not the ideal type of people we want to be prospecting and speaking to so I want you to remember this. Let's not just do a show and disappear, yeah? Let's not just do a gig and disappear at the end of it. Let's find ways in which we can stay in contact with our audiences over the long run. Now, I know a few people listening to this podcast, just from the chats I've had, say, yeah, I, I get that. Don't disappear after the end of the show. Use it as a valuable networking opportunity. And after a gig, we can use that to say, I don't know network at the bar i usually hang around for an hour afterwards i always go around and do an extra trick but i use that as an opportunity to chat with anyone and see if there's opportunities that's great and that's wonderful and if you're not doing that already and hanging around after your gigs it looks great for you like on the client that you've stayed around a little extra but it's an opportunity to network and pick up more gigs but i'm talking about how can we stay in contact with these people these audiences over the long run to make sure that we really don't miss any opportunities so this is what we're going to run into today. And let me jump straight into trick number one. And this is perhaps my personal favorite. Uh, I use this all the time. And if anyone follows me on Instagram, I think this will make sense why I do it now. Um, obviously, you know, I'm a mind reader. Um, and sometimes I put things on my Instagram story, which supposedly predict the future. Um, the most common one, I put a little selfie saying, you will place the dice on the number three. 
and I've done this with um, a few places. I started doing this and the residency I work at, Houdini's Magic Bar, cottoned onto it and thought, hang on, we can use this as well. So pretty much every night when there's a magician on, they go and post a photo of a playing card and say, you will pick this card and blah, 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 blah. What that really is, is it's a prediction on your social media, something on your social media, which you're going to call attention to. If you're a magician and you're performing and you do a trick, you force a playing card, you force a piece of information, you make, you give someone a weighted dice and they roll it on the number three, or you've got other sneaky ways of making it land on that number. The point is, if you force a piece of information and you've got a way to predict it and it's predicted on your social media, well, then all you've got to do is you've got to get your audience to come onto your social media and in that process, you get them to follow, but it's not cheesy, it's not corny, it's not vain, because the prediction is on there, it's part of the trick, right? All they're seeing is a trick, and you're probably thinking at the moment, this is just a trick, this ain't going to get me gigs. Correct, but the back end of it will, and that's what I want to jump into in a second. But it's important to set up the premise so you know how to apply it, so you can go away right away and start doing this. So you put up a prediction on your social media, it doesn't really matter what it is, there's apps out there which will help you do this. Um, or you can just put a selfie with a playing card or whatever on your Instagram, Facebook story, Snapchat story. You do whatever. Call attention to it. Get someone to follow. What's happened from that? Well, you've got someone on your social media, so they're going to stalk you. They see what you do. Wonderful. If you're regularly posting content or like some of our Momentum clients, you've got the 30-day content calendar you can follow and a qualifying post, which are going to convert your followers already into paying um, paying clients and get gigs from that end. So yes, you will get gigs if you're optimizing your social media the right way. But also, you've now got a direct opportunity to chat with these people after the gig. And here's what I do. The next day, the following day after I've performed at a residency, after a, um, actually there was two times I'd done this casually at a bar, the exact same thing. So the day after uh, I do this or uh, the day after a wedding, corporate, the day after any event, uh, I go round and I message every single person that has followed me on that day because I know they've all come from that event. I thank them for coming and I start a conversation with them. I start a conversation and when they reply, I use that to build up rapport and then I steer that towards looking for opportunities, exactly what we teach our Momentum clients. I use this as an opportunity to open up a dialect, open up a conversation, and now I can go into prospecting. I'm now hunting and thinking, hey, are there any events which they could have, which they could book me for? And if there aren't, well, it doesn't matter because in the process of messaging them, I've built up a rapport, I've built up connection. They see me as a polite and nice person and I know that I've just optimized word of mouth marketing with them. And I know they're going to go away and talk about me. They're not going to forget about me. They've also got me on my social media. So they're always going to see me continuously. And if an opportunity arises down the line, bingo, now I'm going to get something from them. So this is a way in which you can use one little trick with a prediction on your social media to optimize not only word of mouth marketing, but give you a list of people to prospect so that you can message them and hunt for gigs. I know this sounds incredibly easy and incredibly stupid and so simple, but this is what you want, right? At least for me, it is like, I didn't want to be out there doing tons and tons and tons of admin work. I just want to do my shows and just have fun doing it. And if the process of trying to get some gigs for me and prospecting and going into sales mode the day after is literally having a conversation, then I'm all over that stuff. Um, and that is one of the things which I do. And you'll see that actively on my social media. I put up predictions because I use that to call people through uh, and then I follow them up afterwards. 
Um, and if you guys have now had that brain click moment, if you do follow me, you're going to be like, God dang it, now I understand. This is another one which I have dabbled with and I don't use it because I do just rely on the first one that I mentioned. That's kind of like my sole one now. I've dabbled with these other two, um, but to be honest, I don't ever use them because the first one is just enough for me. Um, because I charge really high, I don't need to have continuous amount of gigs to make the money that I need because um, I've opted to go low volume of gigs but charging high. Um, but if you are looking for high volume of gigs, you can also incorporate these. So trick number two is a very similar sort of premise. But for all of you guys out there who have an email list, why not use when you're performing as an opportunity, when you're doing a trick, why not incorporate your email list into it? If you have a landing page specifically designed for a trick, you can tell people at the beginning of the trick, cool, before we start, I want you to put your email in here and you're automatically going to get sent an email to your inbox. You can set this up in any sort of uh, email marketing software. When they sign up for a certain landing page, they get hit with a tag and they get sent out um, a, uh, an automatic email straight away. And you can have that as any type of prediction again. But the beauty of this is they're now on your email list. You can do the trick. They're amazing. Like, oh my God, how did you know? It's in my inbox, blah, blah, blah. Cool trick. Nice one. But now they're on your email list. And when you email, when you use your email list, as you should be doing, that's going to help get you gigs. And you can also use it as an opportunity. You've got all those emails, so you can literally just follow up and message them straight away afterwards. I've dabbled with that one. Uh, it's worked wonders at the time. But to be honest, Again, I just stick with trick one. I'd stick with the first one of using my social media because that's enough for me. But if you want to use that, that is another one you can do to boost your uh, email list uh, and to use that as an opportunity to get gigs out of the back of it. And the third one, this is a really interesting one. And this is something fun that I done a while ago. Uh, if you've been a long one following us here at the Gig Hero, formerly the Successful Mentalist, you'll know that we're fans of automation. And you'll know that sometimes when you message us on Instagram or Facebook, you'll have uh, an automated reply from a chatbot, which we called Brian, just for the bounce, just for the laughter, just for the giggles. Uh, you'll, you'll message us and it will reply with uh, a chatbot called Brian. Uh, it happens when you message a certain keyword like we had it previously for when you message us momentum. We had it previously when you message lunch. We was doing a, a lunch meetup about a year or two in London uh, with a few of your podcast listeners. Um, and we had it so you could message lunch. Uh, the automated chatbot would respond. It would ask for some information back and forth. We get all the information we need to book you in, blah, 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 blah. All of that sort of stuff. But I thought, hang on. If there's chatbots out there, for example, uh, you can just search for many chat. I'm sure DRAJ will link that in the... Um, in the show notes below so if you guys want to use this if you have many chat you can set up an automation so that your social media will reply with predetermined messages and based on how someone responds to those messages the messages that it replies with will change so i started doing that and i came up with two tricks the other one was again prediction effect because let's face it Whenever you're doing something, whether it's getting someone on an email list or social media or something like that to stay in contact with them, doing some sort of prediction is literally the easiest way in the world. Let's face it, but there's other cool things you can do out there, which is the other one I want to come into. I've done a prediction effect, a force a card, and then they'd message my social media and they'd say, Charles, what's the card? And he'd respond with, oh, I think it's this, I think it's this. Nope, you have gone for the four of diamonds or whatever it was. That was cool, got a great laugh, but it started a chat so I could follow up with them the day after and prospect these people in my audiences. But the other one I'd done, and this was a sneaky, uh, 
if any of you uh, know any psi forces, if any of you mentalists out there, magicians know of psi forces. If you don't, check out some of Banachek's work, look at his work into psychological subtleties. Uh, you'll know that there's certain things you can do and say to force people into certain categories of thinking of certain things. Now, there's one which, just by like the things you say and do, you can pretty much force someone to think of a triangle with a circle inside it. Um, you can do it the same way. You can force people to think of certain playing cards, example, uh, for example, through that. And the language which you say is pretty much always the same over and over and over. So I thought about this and I went, surely I could just program an automated chatbot to do a psi force for me to my audiences. So I did and I programmed it in and it had the exact lines of my verbal script, which I would say when I'm performing. And it would wait for the person to respond and it would say the next bit of script and vice versa. And it worked. It would force the certain image, the thing, in my case, it was the old triangle and circle force onto my spectator. Uh, they were thinking of that. And then it revealed you're currently thinking of a triangle and a circle. So it actually did the trick for me. So I started at a time setting this up as a, a little thing um, on my social media where I would just say message Charles and I read your mind. Uh, and people did. People saw it and they messaged because they thought it was a laugh. And then they were like, oh my gosh, that's that's quite cool. Uh, how does that work? And I was thinking of uploading this onto my website. It's something nice when people just find it. I can say, hey, message this mind-reading dude on the social media and here, read your mind. Um, but again, I never got around to that because uh, I didn't need it. I was getting enough leads in through literally just optimizing the gigs that I've already got through just putting a prediction uh, on my Instagram story that it was pointless me doing that because I was getting enough gigs and enough leads already. So why would I need more? Um, but it worked wonders. Uh, and it gave me an opportunity to message new people, to prospect. And, and, and the key here is everything that I've gone through, whether it's getting someone on your social media or getting someone on your email list, I've mentioned a reoccurring thing. We're not just getting them on your social media and we're not just getting them on your email list and leaving them and forgetting about them. Because if you're doing that, there's no point doing any of this. The key point for this is we're trying to stay in contact with our audiences this is a point we're doing shows which people love us they flipping love what we do right so we're trying to stay in contact with them afterwards if you get someone to follow you on your social media or sign up to your mailing list and you don't do anything with it what is the absolute point yeah they're going to see some odd content here and there but if you haven't optimized your social media to actually get gigs in then they're going to fall out of the park and let's not forget social media doesn't show all of your posts to everyone anyway it only shows it to, what, like 5%, 10% of your audience. So they're not going to see everything that you post regardless. The same as emails. No one opens all of your emails. That's why it's so important not to email once a month. You should be emailing at least like three times a week or even daily on your email list because people just don't open emails as much as you think they would. So it's really important to do that. So if you don't actually use this stuff, back end and message people then it ain't going to work if you if you just want to leave someone in social media sitting there there's no point doing this because it ain't going to lead to gigs the key here is we're opening up chat opportunities we're opening up an opportunity to prospect with people that like what we do have seen what we do um and would be a potentially a good client with us because they're halfway sold so the key is to open up chat opportunities and then we're having chats with people after the gig has occurred to see if there's any opportunities there uh, for events. So these are literally a few things which I wanted to put together um, because I, I've had a few people message and they always say, why do you always post this thing about a dice on your social media? Why are they always playing cards up on your social media? All of this stuff. 
And I thought it was a really good opportunity to say, hey, this works for me. Hopefully it will work for you guys as well. And it's something really simple, really actionable, which you can literally do straight away. If you are performing down the pub, do this. Instead of writing a prediction down on a card, think, hang on, I could put this on my social media, bring people to that, and now I can message them afterwards to see uh, if they know anyone that would book me. Boom, done. How easy is that? And now you've got an opportunity to potentially get more gigs and make more money from literally just doing what you love. And this is what this podcast is all about. So if you liked what you heard here, do click the follow, do click the subscribe button on the old podcast because there's going to be more information like this on not just hacks and tricks which I use to get gigs and and what some of our clients use um, and vice versa. But it covers a whole range of things, everything that you need to know. On this podcast previously, we've covered things like health, business tips, productivity, even performance skills. And I've got some things planned later to go into how to deal with nerves when you're performing. So it really encompasses everything you need to be a successful entertainer to ultimately take charge of your entertainment career to make it something which you're happy about with the amount of gigs you're getting in. Um, And that's what we're all about here. So remember, the key message from this episode Whenever you're performing, find a way in which you can stay in contact with your audiences afterwards. One, if you're not already networking after events and hanging around to chat to people, start doing that, but stay in contact with people for the long run. And whatever you want to do, whether you want to follow some of the simple things I've mentioned here or find your own unique ways of doing that, do it. Stay in contact with these people and you can use that as an opportunity to ask them if they know anyone having an event. And now you've literally just built up a list from just doing an event of people that you can now prospect. You've got your prospecting list and that is ultimately going to be how you can get gigs from gigs the easy way just from doing a few simple tricks. So with that said, I hope you like the advice in this episode. I've tried to keep it as short as sweet to not waffle on like Ashley usually does. (laughs) But if there is anything you want to chat about, share your ideas on what works for you. Maybe you want to get some advice on some things that you're considering doing from this episode. Or generally, if you just want some help with um, your business overall, there's a few things that you can do. You can head over for free to The Entertainers Business Group on Facebook. That's The Entertainers Business Group on Facebook. It's a free Facebook group uh, where you guys as entertainers can chat all about your wonderful entertainment career and ask for the help share your opinions, share your thoughts, and get feedback on all things business in the entertainment world. Uh, Number two is this podcast. You can listen. We put out a new episode every week from absolutely everything from health to business tips to even like last week where we've done accounting for entertainers. Um, So make sure to follow and subscribe. And number three, if you do want my help with this, if you want our help with this over at The Gig Hero, we have a wonderful little program called our Momentum Program. You can sign up to that and we will literally help you book more gigs, make more money so that you can focus on doing what you love and you can finally have an entertainment career that works for you. One which is truly thriving and hustle free. If you want to check out more of that, just drop me a message, Facebook, Instagram, drop me an email and I'll be more than happy to help. But with that said, you guys have an absolutely swell and wonderful day. We'll see you all very soon for another episode of the new and swanky Gig Hero podcast.